and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. One of the hardest parts of being on a spiritual journey is how many people you lose along the way. So vibrationally, you'll be at a certain level and you will find that people will disappear from your life. You may have always been the black sheep of your family, the person that everybody just loved to blame. Being a spiritual warrior has never been easy. It's in the title. I mean, honestly, the fact of the matter is that when you're on a spiritual path instead of a human path, you have to deal with not only everything that's coming at you that's human, like bills, paying your way, looking after your children, looking after your family, and caring about people, but you have to also take care of yourself. And how do you do that when you're tired all the time from the spiritual work you're doing? I have a friend who recently got into, started to get into the spiritual side of life. She's always been a giver. She's one of the sweetest people I know, but she's never really experienced what it is to be in a certain energetic field until now. And finding her way has not been easy. And recognizing that sometimes physical symptoms are actually the symptoms of you holding energies for other people and learning how to release that energy has been one of the hardest lessons for her so far. And honestly, it's been one of the hardest lessons for me on my spiritual journey. And it was a good reminder when I saw her starting to experience it, just how hard it is to understand what's going on when you decide to get into the spiritual realm and do the spiritual work that you're being called to do. So obviously I taught her the basics. Let's sage Palo Santo. Let's go ahead and teach you how to ground. Let's get those feet on the ground so you're not flying too high in the air and you can't come down. But there's a lot more to it. And the thing is, when you do self-care as a woman, it's considered selfish because we're supposed to just automatically put everybody else first. And normally we do. But self-care is essential for you to be there. So the story I like is when you get on the airplane, right? And you, you're on the airplane and those little oxygen masks fall. They tell you to put that on yourself first and you put it on your child second. Now, why is that? Well, that's because if you're trying to put it on your child first and you don't get it on all the way and you pass out, now both of you are without the mask. But if you can get the mask on you, the extra couple of seconds to put the mask on them means you can save them. So when you're doing spiritual work, you have to take care of you first. And it's not selfish. Women out there who feel like, oh, especially at this time of year, it's so draining. Like we have to be there for our families. We have to cook. We have to clean. We have to, you know, I, I obviously am really, really blessed. My husband's a chef. I have my sons and honestly they step up for me in so many ways you wouldn't believe i actually have really bad a really bad back and i have just had to have more shots done because i am not handling life well at the moment and the pain has been kind of extreme and 
yet I can see my blessings. Yes, I'm taking care of me. Yes, I'm putting my time into my recovery, but my children are all stepping up. My son and his partner are going to cook us Thanksgiving dinner for the first time. And for them, this was an opportunity. Instead of seeing it, oh no, we're not, we're not going to do it at mom's house and we're, you know, dad's not going to do all the cooking. They're like, oh yay, we get to host. And it's really kind of one of the cutest things you've ever seen because they really just want to show what they've learned. So moms, take the break. If one of your kids wants to do the Thanksgiving thing, let them. You've done it. You've done your work. You've raised wonderful children. And now is the time to actually enjoy what that means. And what that means is they will see you for a human. You know, we go from being parents, we go from being, oh, that's mom and dad and they're so harsh and they make us do what we don't want to do, like clean our bathroom and make our beds, to being the people that they want to impress. If you think you're going to your child's house for Christmas or Thanksgiving and you don't imagine for this one second that they haven't done everything they can to make it perfect for you you're delusional every child wants to impress their parents so instead of being that person who will look for the one thing the person has not done be the person who comments on all the things that have been done be the person who is just grateful that this year they get to spend that Christmas with their families or that holiday with their families because honestly, because of the pandemic, a lot of people have not been able to. And it's been hard. Like the last few years have been really, really hard emotionally, mentally. I feel like we're all under stress. Things are getting slowly better, but it takes time to come back and regroup after after the whole world has gone through this tremendous shock like the pandemic in and of itself has been a huge reset for the human race like who do you care about more yourself or do you care about everybody being okay as a collective and where do you come in on that and it's been a shocker to my system to see how many people are so dismissive of the fact that they could actually kill someone by coughing on them. Like, it's not too much to ask for you to cover your mouth. It's really not. It's actually long been the polite thing to do in society has been to cover your nose and mouth if you're sneezing or coughing. So I don't get why all of a sudden it's about personal freedoms. I just don't understand it. But that said, I'm not trying to get political here. I'm just trying to say, let's have a little consideration for each other and a little bit of love for each other. Let's try and be the best we can be as a whole, as a unit, as a set of people who really just want what's best in life for each other and for ourselves. And how do we get to a place of balance again? Because we are so out of whack. I know me personally, energetically, I am having really low lows and then really high highs and I cannot get myself back in balance. And I do my work every day. I meditate. I sage. I bring my energies back into myself, into my heart chakra, and then I balance my chakras. But it's an everyday process in order to just stay balanced and not end up screaming at somebody who's done nothing 
because I can't control the overwhelming emotions I feel as an empath during this horrendous time in our history. I can only imagine how bad it gets for the people who've lost their nearest and dearest. And I've had friends who lost people during this pandemic, lost parents, and I've watched them go through it and it breaks my heart that they've lost the people that they love. Because at the time we didn't actually have any answers, we didn't have a vaccine that was easily available. And unfortunately, these things do happen in the world. We do have times when there is mass destruction. You know, usually it comes from wars and we have bombs that hit, you know, uh, during, during the World War II, what Germany did was basically exterminate millions of people. And so now, the pandemic is exterminating millions of people and if you're that person who doesn't care about other people being okay you are part of the problem we need to care about each other we need to love each other and we need to be able to move through in a positive way now the pandemic let's actually have a look at what energetically the pandemic has done for people so the pandemic gave a lot of people time to be at home. There was a lot of reconnecting with the people you loved because you were forced into an enclosed space and that's all you could have contact with. And it was really, really good for that. A lot of people picked up pets from the pound. A lot of people, you know, made an effort to learn new skills. A lot of people decided their dead-end jobs were just that and decided to go find something better to do. So there were all these amazing things came from the pandemic, but we lose sight of that because we're just angry with each other and nobody needs to be angry with somebody else. They're not living life the way you want them to. Guess what? That's really their choice. Do I agree with it? No. Does it infuriate me sometimes? Absolutely. I get absolutely infuriated when logic doesn't come into the equation, but I'm not in control of other people. The only person I can control is me and my children. I can talk to and give advice to, but I still can't tell them what to do anymore because they are adults. But as a whole and as a collective, the whole world needs to see this for what it is. It's an energy reset. A lot of people became more spiritual and less religious during the pandemic. How is it okay any pastor of any church lives in a multi-million dollar home meanwhile his parishioners are struggling to get enough food to eat why is that acceptable in this world if you were truly aiming for godlike serenity and being a decent human being surely that money would be better served back into the communities you are supposed to be helping this is why organized religion just won't do it for me. This is why I broke away from organized religion years and years and years ago because I would go to church. And I actually loved the messages of Jesus because I grew up with them. We talked about them, what they meant. But I once went to a church in America with a friend of mine who was, you know, trying to save me because that's what they do. And we listened to this guy who was in a wheelchair 
talk about how people treated him differently because he was in a wheelchair and I listened to him and I was totally and completely like it hit me in the feels like I was so 100% right there with him totally understood would go out and fight for his rights to be treated like a normal human being instead of watching him be treated like dirt and it was for me very profound to listen to somebody share their struggles in such an honest and vulnerable way and as soon as he stopped talking and we went to hang out like the teenagers could go hang out in one of the other rooms and just whatever as soon as we walked out of there the girls I was with who had tried to save me started talking about somebody at school they didn't like didn't respect and didn't want anything to do with and it just made me so unbelievably frustrated I was so sad I was like what is wrong with you people did you not just hear what he was saying this girl is different in that you don't like her because she's what not a cheerleader she's not as popular as you and so they had taken the message of this guy they had listened to the same thing as me and they totally didn't get what he was saying and it made me so sad i never went to another church in america after that except for one christmas when my boys were all young and i wanted them to see the nativity so we went to a catholic church so they could see that but i never went again to sit amongst people who use their religion as a weapon who use it as an excuse for their bad behavior it's just not my idea of what being a spiritual person is and it really kind of made me question like what what is wrong with people who claim to be christian and it was years later that i realized basically it's any religion like all religions basically teach we're right you're wrong behave like us or you're going to be shunned and i just don't get why people continue to give money to these mega churches who do nothing for you they'll promise you a key to heaven but you really think you're going to get the key to heaven from some guy who's made millions out of you when a church becomes more interested in the amount of money they can make on a Sunday morning by being on TV and asking for donations they do not need and do not use to help the community, it's time to kind of put a stop to that. Those aren't churches, those are businesses. Those are very much businesses. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad because Jesus was an ascended master he came to earth to teach us to actually love each other and care about each other and how money was not the thing that we were all supposed to aim towards in life that taking care of our community and loving each other I mean his whole message was hey look I'm gonna help heal the heal the ill I'm gonna help the poor I'm rich men it's going to be tougher for you to get into heaven because you're not doing the right thing with money when you're hoarding it the way you are and it doesn't matter how far your rocket's going to go jeff bezos it won't go high enough for heaven 
not when you treat your workers so bad. I'm just saying. Like we're all entitled to free speech in this country and, and what I see there is not good. So energetically and spiritually, when you start on a spiritual path, you do start looking at the world in a different way. Things that you used to think mattered no longer matter. Um, you know, you can think the right to bear arms is, is another big one. And I'm not getting into it. Yes, we all have a right to self-defense. But self-defense when somebody else doesn't have a gun is not self-defense. I suppose you all know I'm alluding to the Carl Rittenhouse trial, which, let's face it, was a disaster from start to finish. The judge was totally biased. And yes, I know there's things on both sides that were wrong and there's always going to be wrong on both sides and it's not about trying to justify any of it because we can't someone is dead and someone to this thanksgiving will be missing their child if you're missing your child when you didn't have to miss your child there's a real problem for me with that there's an absolute problem. So, yeah, it gets hard in a spiritual mindset to know what's right and what's wrong. And we do have to look at ourselves first. So, there's a lot of balance that needs to come into it. And where do you find that balance? And when you're off center, how do you bring yourself back to center? How do you find your feet again how do you keep moving forward when you're feeling everything because as an empath I feel very much for people who have been hurt but then I also feel for the people who did the hurting because sometimes those people are like our sacrificial lambs they come to earth and they do something heinous so that we can learn the lessons connected with that behavior. So maybe on a spiritual level, somebody's a little bit higher up and they're like, okay, I volunteer, I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna hurt somebody so that you know their, their soul progression can go better. And because that's how I see our interactions, I have to believe there's some good behind it, even the bad. Because if I couldn't find a positive in it, it would absolutely devastate me. So I do, I look for the good even in the bad. I look for, you look for the heroes. You look for the ones who walk into it trying to do the right thing. You look for the people who have hearts of gold, no matter how beaten down they are. And they're always there. Like that's the one thing you can always guarantee. There will always be someone there with a heart of gold just trying to make things better. And I think for me, that's what I want to be. I want to be the person with the heart of gold just trying to make things better. But I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. Quite often, I don't know what I've done to set somebody off. And, and to be honest with you, I think sometimes I set people off because I'm trying too hard. And we're a reflection of what other people 
want to see in themselves or don't see in themselves or need to see in themselves. And so when you're reflecting light and they can't, it becomes really hard. It becomes really, really hard for them to actually get into that level of energy. And they can't always look at you for long because when they're coming from a dark place and you're coming from a light place, it gets really, really tough. It gets really, really tough. You know, I mean, I have people who I've been friends with in the past and I knew that my light shone too brightly for them and I could see I can always feel it, you know, like when there's something going on under the under the vibrations. And I was like, oh, I really care about this person. I want to make sure everything's good with them. And so as you do, you bring it up and you say, listen, I'm feeling some kind of way, but I don't know why. And I just want to make sure we're okay. And then you find out we're not okay. But they haven't been honest to your face because, well, that would take way too much trouble to actually be honest to your face when they can just behave how they want to. And it's sad, you know? It's so sad when people are like that. So it's the holiday season and you're going to deal with people who have polar opposite views to you who don't really feel the way you do about anything and who really you just want to try and get through the day without actually without actually causing more drama so how do you do that how do you get through the day without causing more drama with people who are your polar opposites people who are not on your level vibrationally and there's nothing wrong with people not being on your level vibrationally most people you meet will not be vibrationally equal to you and there's reason for that because we need the lessons how are we going to get the lessons if we don't actually you know interact properly so what you do is you go in there with a positive attitude and you keep your talk to small talk and you keep your energy to yourself and you try not to get into any kind of conflict with anybody because it's just too tiring and you bless them because they're showing you what you wouldn't want to be they're showing you how you could be better their example is what you're working against being we have to be grateful for those people, the people who are our polar opposites, who do not believe the same way as we do, who will never understand why we're a bleeding heart kind of person who wants to just do good in the world. Whereas they are the kind of person who only do good in the world so they can show it off and get a round of applause. And that's if they do anything. But how do you keep your sanity in that situation? You just breathe. Walk away when the conversation gets ugly. 
Just find your center and breathe. Take one for the team. And as one black sheep to many, many others, know that when it comes to the end of the day, it does always work out okay. And we are just here to learn lessons. And even those people who hurt us the most are teaching us how to be better humans. So be grateful for them. Anyways, I'm going to get off of here now. I hope you all have a beautiful day. I thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can check out my website at lipsy.com. I've also started doing uh, personal readings at Tribe With Roots. I'm not sure that their website is up yet, but I will be putting the connector onto lipsy.com once it once it is and I just hope you stay safe stay well and stay with peace many blessings